Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by a motivational speaker and author. She's a lifelong learner who understands that doors higher education can open. If you have a student not yet in college or even one in college right now, my next guest can help you. She's the Chief Operating Officer of GiftOfCollege.com. We welcome Patricia Roberts. Thank you so much, Sean. Very glad to be here and happy college savings month to you and your listeners. Let's go beyond the mic. You financed your own undergraduate and law degrees while working multiple jobs to repay your own student loan debt. How important in these challenging financial times are saving for college early important for our children? Yes, it's very important to start early. We tell families that it's never too early and also it's never too late to start saving. But given the high cost of higher education and the value of education, it's important to get started as soon as you can. And having not had any preparation, I think from a very low income background myself, single parent household, I know how hard it was to get myself to school as a first generation college goer and how hard it was to pay back all those student loans. But I also know the many, many doors that that education opened for me. So I really do encourage families to think about that for their own children and to do the best they can without beating themselves up. You've worked at City Merrill Lynch, founding director for New York City Kids Rise. Why was leveraging your experience in 529 plans important to you? It's really important for me because, as I said, I've been through the challenge of having to pay for it myself and also seeing the rewards of it. It really breaks my heart to see 43 million individuals that are drowning in $1.6 trillion in student loan debt. I know that they wouldn't be if they had made some different decisions along the way. Certainly college is expensive, but there are ways to do a little bit at a time to plan in advance. So I really want to share with families the fact that there is another way to go and that planning can make a difference. And I also feel very passionate because I know Sometimes people don't even pursue higher education or they drop out of it because they don't have the money. So I really want to help people to understand that there's a simple way to save and that that simple way can really make a difference for their family. And not only it's helped you with your education, but your family's education. Absolutely. And while 529 plans were not around when I was growing up, and I'm not so sure that we could have really fit much more into the budget in, in our household, although my mom surely would have tried if she could. Yeah, these plans came about in the 1990s, and I was pregnant with my son, who's now a senior in college. He's 21 right now, but I was expecting him when I was an attorney at Citigroup launching some of the earliest 529 plans. You may or may not know that nearly every state in the United States has a 529 plan, every state except for Wyoming, and the District of Columbia has one as well, but each state or district, in the case of District of Columbia, select an investment partner, typically, to help them with the design of the investments and to help them market the program. So when I looked at Citigroup, we had been selected by the state of Illinois to help design and manage their plan. So I learned about 529 plans, quite fortunately, while at work. And as soon as I came back from maternity leave, I had no idea how we would possibly be able to afford to do this, but I made up my mind that I was going to take a little bit at a time out of each paycheck. And that's what I did. I said, I don't know how we're going to do this. We're going to eventually need a larger home. We were paying off $100,000 in our own student loan debt, but we said, let's just try. 
And I'm so glad I did because by taking it out of my paycheck, that money never crossed my hands and I sort of didn't miss it. And I didn't have to make a decision time and time again about whether and when I was going to contribute. I just did it. I put it on autopilot. And I must say, now that I look back and now that I have the peace of mind of being able to help my son through college, I really think that was one of the best decisions I ever made. And I really want people to know it's possible. We don't have to save at all. Even any amount that you can save is that much less that you need to borrow and repay with interest. So think of it that way rather than feeling overwhelmed about these, you know, tens of thousands that you think you're going to need. Just get started is really my my um, theme song that I teach to families. Patricia Roberts is a chief operating officer of giftofcollege.com. You're the expert. So how does a 529 plan work? Okay. So 529 plans, first of all, just so everyone understanding what those numbers are, 529 is a section of the Internal Revenue Code that actually authorize these plans and how um, the rules that govern them appear in Section 529 of the code. There are two types of 529 plans. I am most experienced with 529 college savings plans, which is what we're talking about today. But there's another type called 529 prepaid plans. I'll tell you about prepaid plans just in a nutshell, and then we'll get on to the details about the college savings plans because those are the ones that are more widely used. So some states, I think nine or 10, including Texas, where I think you are, have prepaid plans where individuals can purchase tomorrow's tuition, tuition only, at today's rate. Individuals do that based on the state where they're living and the, and the schools that are covered by that particular plan. And that's something that works for some families. And they want to focus on tuition only, and they're quite certain their students are going to go to school within that the schools that are covered by that plan. But what's broader than that is the 529 college savings plans, and that's really where my expertise is. These plans, as I said, are in almost every state. And these plans allow individuals to save on a tax-advantaged basis and to use the proceeds from their account, and I'll explain what that tax-advantaged basis means, for very broad ranges of um, educational after high school. So with the 529 college savings plan, you're not locked into a particular state where your child can go. You are not locked into a particular form of education. You can use it for a two-year school, a greater technical school, from culinary school to dental school, and everything in between. It's a broad range of uses. And not only can you pay the tuition, as I mentioned, was the focus of the prepaid plans, with the college savings plans, the 529 college savings plans, you can use what you save to pay for tuition, fees, room and board, which is often quite expensive at colleges and universities, books and supplies, other required expenses at school. So anything that's required by the school. And you can also use it for computers, peripheral services that you would need around your computer, as long as the student is using it for college. So I mentioned tax advantage. 529 college savings plans allow individuals to earmark or designate money for a future higher education of a beneficiary, that would be the child, and that money grows tax-free while it's in the account, and it will never be taxed as long as when the adult or typically the parent, it could be a grandparent or aunt or uncle too, when they take it out, as long as it's used 
for any of those very broad expenses that I just defined earlier, it's never taxed. So that's the beauty of 529 plans. You're not being taxed as the money's growing, and you'll never tax college, universities, higher education. Now, is the money you put in a 529 plan taxed before or after you put it in? The money goes in after tax. So you've already earned the money. Unlike a retirement plan, 401k or 403b, which goes in pre-tax, these are not pre-tax dollars. These are after-tax dollars. So you've earned them and you've paid tax on them presumably already. When you put them in the 529, they grow tax-free and you will never be taxed on them as long as you use it for that intended purpose that I explained. If you earmark this money for higher education and for some reason you never use it for that, you do have to pay the tax that you never paid on the growth while it was growing in the account. Fair enough, you never paid the tax. It was growing tax-free. And then there is a 10% federal penalty on the growth only. So if you save, I don't know, $10,000 and there's $10,000 in interest or earnings, you would pay that federal penalty just on that $1,000 in earnings, not on the whole thing. But we find that most families really do use the money that they designate for higher education for higher education. These plans are extremely flexible in the use, as I said, so many different kinds of schools across the country and across the world. Some international schools are covered too. And if a parent doesn't need it for the beneficiary that they designate it, uh, they can change the beneficiary at any time to a member of the family of that original beneficiary. It could be another child of those parents. It could be a cousin, a stepchild, a niece or nephew. A parent can always use the money for themselves, for their own continuing education. Or if their child really doesn't want to go to school and pursue any form of education, they can always hold it as well and use it for that child's children someday. So there's lots of ways. We don't find many families having no use whatsoever for funds. They are always away. And if the child receives a scholarship or attends a military academy and doesn't need the money because their education is covered, you can take the money out of your 529 account without penalty. You just need to substantiate that my child received an academic or sports scholarship or is attending a military academy and we don't need the money. So no penalty there. You will pay the tax because you've never paid the tax for the growing, but no penalty if um you know, you're able to uh, pursue college without needing to use your own money. That's rare, but it does happen. So there's that flexibility as well. What are some of the creative ways you've seen people use 529 plans? Yeah. Well, I don't, we didn't talk about my phone gift of college, but we have a platform that's really a crowdfunding for college platform whereby individuals can sign up for a free profile on our site and, and connect whatever 529s are in, we're all, our program works with all. And they can um, use, create a shareable profile to give to friends and family and to invite them to contribute as well. To let friends and family know when it comes time for a holiday or uh, another milestone, a child's birthday, that he really don't need anything else. Or please just get him or her a little something. What we'd really prefer is a contribution to our college savings account. These gifting tools, whether ours at giftofcollege.com or one of the many gifting tools that are used or offered by the various 529 plans, utilizing those really helps to get money into 529 accounts because, quite frankly, it's tough to go it alone and you don't need to. 
there are so many people in your child's life, I would suspect in most families, that do want to do something for that child from time to time. And they probably welcome a suggestion, or at least some would, rather than figuring out what size is your child, do they already have this gift, is it going to be a duplicate, would you approve of the gift? And, you know, people know that things wind up in the back of a closet or in a garage sale before too long. So I we have seen that when account owners, when parents tell other people that, hey, we're really trying to get this child to college someday, others rally behind it. And maybe they bring a small toy from a dollar store and, and give a contribution as well. If they want the kids to have something to open or a book or something more modest, and then they do contribute. So that's one of the best ideas. Another idea I have is getting your employer involved. I told you I say through work. You know, having your listeners ask their employers if they would be willing to set up payroll deduction to 529 plans, either through a platform like we have at giftofcollege.com or through any number of other ways to do it direct with the 529 plans, they can do it as well. But if you ask your employer to set that up, your chances of saving more are going to be significant. There's this firm called ISS Market Research, and I saw their statistics on this, and they say that individuals who save through payroll deduction at work save 75% more than individuals who save, even in an automated way, but from their checking or savings account. So I think a great idea, I, I, I firmly believe just from my own experience, that if the money doesn't pass your hands, and if you don't have to continually make a decision or remind yourself to do it, meaning put money in, I think it really, I mean, that research from ISS substantiates the fact that you do save more. So I'd invite friends and family to join you. I would encourage your employer to offer payroll deduction. I'd even go as far as asking your employer, would they like to match? or contribute in some way. I think it's great that employers offer 529 plans, even if they can't match, because 65, 64% of Americans don't know what they are. So just the mere act of telling your employees that they can do payroll deduction to a 529 plan and acquainting them with the topic is extremely valuable. But if an employer wanted to go above and beyond and give some kind of incentive. I know the firm that I work for, Gifts of College, um, our management team matches $1,000 a year, either toward our 529 accounts or toward student loans, if you happen to have student loans. They wanted to make it a little broader because they knew maybe not everybody's saving or maybe some people have the preference to get their loans paid down first. But I would say, get the employer involved. The other tip I have is to watch what you're spending. Nobody really thinks about the fact that you can save more if you spend less. And even a dollar a day from the time your child's born, if you cut your expenses by a dollar a day, so that's $30 a month you invested in a 529, and say you get a 5% um, rate of return, which is modest, you could get more or less, of course. So you wind up with $10,500. And if you save $2.50 a day over that child's life, $2.50, if you can find a way to cut that out of your spending, you'd come up with $26,000 and so on. You know, $5 a day would get to $52,000 in that hypothetical example I gave. So I would say invite others, ask your employer, and watch what you're spending. And then when it comes time after you've diligently saved, 
for college and it comes time for your child to go as mine, mine now has, really be thoughtful about the way you spend this money down. You know, you don't want to make irrational decisions when it comes time for college. And far too often, emotions drive these decisions. You know, the kid gets into their dream school. They work so hard as a student. But if you really can't afford it after you get your financial aid package and maybe you call up the school to see if there's any room for negotiation or flexibility, if that child's dream school is going to put your family in debt or that child in debt for 10 or 20 years after they graduate, you really want to think that because students can get really high quality education at a wide range of institutions. And if the one that they're really dream, dreaming of is going to cause them nightmares for years to come, you really want to think about that. Um, another thing is once the kid's in college, make sure he or she is going to graduate on time. Far too often these days, students in four-year programs are taking five or six years to graduate. That adds to the cost. So if you can get your child um, committed to um, committed to you know staying on track, I apologize for the background noise. Suddenly, somebody's like mowing their lawn or something. Sorry about that. But if you can get your child to get on track and stay on track, that's going to help you a lot. So I think all those things could really um, really add up and really make a difference in your financial outcome um, with the child's education. And, you know, get them involved, too. You know, the child can be involved in age-appropriate ways. You can tell your child, hey, you know, we're, here, we're trying to uh, save for something important for your future. Here's how we're doing it. The child can understand um, how do you set priorities, how do you make it happen, how can they contribute, maybe with part of their birthday money or their tooth-bearing money, whatever the case may be. Get the child involved, too. Patricia, what are some of the easy ways that people can help save for college that you can even pick up at a Walmart? Sure. Our gift cards, gift college gift cards, are available online at walmart.com and in a wide variety of retail locations across the country in stores like Target, ATV, Dave Mart, and many others. Time's running out, so it's time for the Rocky Nate Eight Random Questions. Answer with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Mm-hmm. Best place to enjoy a moment in New York? Under a tray. What profession do you respect the most? Teacher. What's one thing you won't pay extra for? Parking. Which holiday is your favorite? Thanksgiving. Do you prefer sunrises or sunsets? Sunsets. What's been your favorite moment during quarantine? Being with my son. This is the greatest amount of time we've spent with each other since maternity leave when I was home when he was an infant has been incredibly valuable to us. Walmart or Target? Target. Are you a giver or a receiver? Giver. And do you know about how many families you help in your career get a college education? Tens of thousands. She won't pay a dime for parking, help tens of thousands of families with college, and wants to help your family with information at giftofcollege.com. My thanks to Chief Operating Officer Patricia Roberts for your time today. Thank you for having me and happy college savings month. Let's get saving, everyone. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic. 